move on to the uh, women's uh, U82. Maybe a bit different of a scenario here when it comes to our pro picks. Um, they're a, a clear-cut favorites in this show, I think. Uh, at least five, six, seven of them, anyhow. Um, we'll start with you, CJ. What do you think of this class, and what do you think we're going to see out of it? Yeah, I think uh, I think this class is a little more top-heavy for sure. Um, I think that it's a little easier to predict. Uh, that being said, I also noticed that some of these athletes um, are not up their socials as much so it's a little harder to snoop on them um, so someone might surprise us here too um, you know because as much uh, as much digging as we can do we don't always get the full picture uh, but I do think personally it's a little more top heavy Luke yeah I completely um, agree it's a little bit more top heavy that being said it's probably the most intriguing class of the weekend on the women's side for me just because of the stories so we have multiple world champions all competing against each other from different weight class from three different weight classes which i think is super cool you're very ready to see that and um, we've obviously got donna who's a multiple time open world champion we got erin murray who's last year's 73 champion we got nadia stowers who's last year's 82 champion and we have kim dirks who's a previous um 82 kilo champion so the fact that we have four former world's strongest women all going together makes it super intriguing for me even though I feel like those women, along with one or two more, which we'll mention later, are a little bit above the rest, um, I think it'll be really interesting. And I think I said to Panda before we came on air that it's also going to be cool, well, for me personally, to see the battle that goes on below those five women. Because I think it'll be like another separate competition within a competition to become like sixth, seventh, eighth. So I think that's going to be cool to watch as well. Nick, it does seem like, though, in this lineup, uh, as I glance at it quick, there are some point stealers here as well. And, and to what Luke said, clearly there's six or seven girls that are going to battle it out. But it looks like there's a couple sneaky picks kind of maybe on the deadlift and some other events that I'm looking at. Maybe uh, we got some point stealers, eh? What are you thinking? Yeah, 100%. There's, there's going to be somebody that's going to mess up those sixes. Uh, numbers and, and put them just out of a spot or force them to do some uh, – trying to make some big moves in the end so um yeah 100 percent. there's there's going to be there's some people there that are uh one or two event very very strong and then more average on other events so you know it'll make it hard for them to get to day three or you know not so high in day three but that'll definitely affect the points of the top people for sure uh panda your thoughts uh, leading into this uh show and uh, uh yeah let's get your get your picks for the viking press as well while we're at it Alrighty. Um, going into this, I don't know what it is about us women and hiding everything. <laughs> so just, try, <laughs> just trying to research most of these women, they're like, look at me do this sandbag. I don't know what weight it is, but I'm doing it really well. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Awesome. Right. It's infuriating. <laughs> there was no yeah. number posted for that. I know. Uh, I almost wanted to message all of them and be like, tell me what numbers you're hitting now. So I had to like go all the way back to like their last competition. I think I went to like some Februarys and some like Novembers of last year just to see what kind of numbers they were hitting a year ago. Um, so going into the Viking press, um, I'm just going to say I am super geeked out about Kim Dirks coming back and making her come back this year. So I've got her up there with Nadia um pushing this out um <clears throat> and a couple people that may not be in a whole lot of people's radars i've got emma jane up there i've got stephanie 
from Canada up there, obviously Erin Murray. She, I think she filled out very well for this show. So I think she's capable of really showing up and getting some things done and proving those people wrong that might not think she's fit for this 82 kilo class. So CJ. Yeah. You know, uh, so, um, yeah, the names that Panda obviously said, uh, Nadia will be very, very good at this. She's a phenomenal presser. Um, a note about Emma Jane Smith. I snooped her a little bit, and she looks like she trains in like a barn with some hay next to her. So that's pretty badass. That's that intimate. That's like, yeah, okay. She's Scottish, so. Yeah, I mean. like, okay, so <laughs> like, is that normal to just like train in a barn in Scotland? Is that like a thing? or? Is it not in the U.S.? Uh, no, it, only no. in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, only in the, maybe if you're like Nick that's O'Hare. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick's in a barn right now, I think. Yeah, Nick's and in a this barn. is my garage, but close enough. I, I got a farm field behind my house. He lives another, in a subdivision. Don't let him fool you. No. So another name that I'm going to bring up. Um, she's a uh, she's a Phoenix uh, girl, so that's how I know her. She's a Phoenix strong woman. Um, she always competes really well. She's a strong uh, strong lifter. Uh, Brittany from uh, Phoenix is very strong statically. Um, and she's another one who doesn't really have a social media presence right now, but she's done very well at some shows here. Um, Brittany Ariola, Brittany, yeah. Brittany Ariola, yeah, she mm-hmm. she's she was the top ten last year as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's a she's very strong and she always she always performs well. She's very intense. I could see her taking some of these stack events. Um, and then an improved overhead presser, um, who I she got third at Clash the ninety ones, and I thought that she was I, I was terrified she was going to bomb out in the log. Um, but her overhead's improving a lot. Ashley Crawford, um, she's improved so much in the past year, um, especially her overhead. I think she can actually do quite well here. Yeah, I think most of us discussed that she probably wasn't going to get the log, and then she even wrote in her write-up that she didn't even wear her figure eights for the axle deadlift in the medley because yeah. she didn't think she was going to get the log. So it was pretty I, I awesome. Really yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. I think with Ashley, too, I think the way that she presses, too, carries over a little better to the Viking press. It's kind of yeah, like what Nick, said with the, uh, with what Nick said with Justin Loy. I think that Ashley has the same kind of thing going on where her uh, pressing style might carry over better to the Viking press. Luke. Um, Nadia has to be the favorite for this. She's got the strongest shoulders on the planet in this class. Um, I would be shocked if she doesn't win this by, like, five-plus reps. Um, wow. Yeah. It just suits her down to the ground. Um, just the press away from the chest. She's, if there was one weakness, I would say, in her like overhead lifting in general, it'd be like technicalities on the clean and things when she has to do it float overhead when it gets heavy. But that's not an issue on the Viking press. So she's just going to rep and rep and rep um, and do. She might put the highest number up across every single weight class <laughs> oh, wow. uh, of the show uh, on this Viking in my opinion. So then it's going to be interesting to see the fallout behind her. Um, Donna Moore, even though she's not like traditionally considered considered a massive presser, she is at the 82. She might yeah. not have been like the best press in the world as an open, but as an 82, she's a very, very good presser. So I think she'll be right up there. Um, Erin Murray is pressing, looks phenomenal since going up the weight class. Um, so yeah, those are the three I would say would be the ones to watch on that event. Yeah, Donamore looks fantastic as an eighty-two right now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, Nadia is like it's kind of her a bit of a bent press almost, like she does. You know, she pushes back and pushes up. Great, great for this event. 
but name nobody said. And I, I think she's a phenomenal presser. She's a, 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 we'll talk about her later, guaranteed, but Sam Bellevue. Um, uh, she she, she, in. she dropped out. out. Yeah. She did? Drew. Yeah. yeah. When, where? I didn't see this. Like That's disappointing. Yesterday she posted yeah. it, I believe, because oh. she just needs time to recover after her strongest after woman Canada? in Canada. Yeah. Nick's picks are just ruined, though. <laughs> they, honestly, they are. I actually kind of had Sam like right at the top. Like I had her. I mean, you know, time. we would have already named her otherwise. There's no way I'd leave I'm Sam out of a pressing event. I didn't see that. I see. I did my girls' research before I did my guys, and I already had my girls done. I didn't have. I didn't have to do it yesterday or today, so I must have missed it. Grounded. Darn it. Well, okay. Well, then ditto. <laughs> Whatever y'all said. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nick, we'll start with you on the farmers' walk then, since your pick on the Viking press is no longer competing. Uh, this farmers' walk is two oh five, I think. Um, two twenty two fifty. Two oh two twenty two fifty. My bad. Uh, two oh five Viking press. Right. Right. Yeah. Two twenty two fifty. Nick, where, where do you have this? Uh, Emma Jane, she's got some phenomenal grip. She can move. I think she's going to do well at this one. Uh, Kim Dirks is a good mover for this type of event. Um, Nadia's pretty pretty fast too. She's 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 got really strong grip and can move. But I think Donna Moore is is going to be solid at this one. Okay, CJ. Yeah, uh, Donna Moore. Uh, Ashley Crawford will do well here. Um, another Added. name. Another name that I uh, that I added to this event. Uh, Megan Clark, I was just snooping her a little bit, and she is just like, yeah, she is built like an athlete. Like she is tremendously, tremendously. Um, she looks, she looks ready for this event. So I'm going to say she is, um, yeah, she's going to be very strong here. Um, and then let me see anyone else that I have. So I have Ashley. Um, yeah, no, and then otherwise, I agree with Nick too. I I know the one that I already know what Luke's going to say. Damn it, I missed it. But I'm going to let you have it, Luke. Luke, go ahead. Tell him, tell him who's, who you who you. Well, I, I, I don't know who he's talking about, but um, I'll, I'll echo what they've said so far about Donna, um, Kim Dukes, Ashley, the usual suspects. Um, I will throw in, um, she's my client, so I'm a little bit biased. Ah, um, in, oh, in names, um, in names Annette um, Brazakova. Um, she's had a really good year um, in the UK. Um, podium in a lot of shows and her farmers are very very good and um, she's not the fastest but her grip is solid um i think she'll finish the whole thing without you know drops other than when she, at the end of the run um and depending on how many people finish i think she could shake it up if anyone makes a mistake she'll be able to get in there and um, take some points off the top girls panda are there some pretty good movers in this class i think so um I do, uh, I do have D the usual suspects at the top. I do have Donna and Ashley actually taking pretty close because Ashley has some amazing grip. I don't know if anybody's ever actually talked to her, but she's one of those people who's not very tall, but she's got paws. Like, I'm jealous. I got my hands match my body stature. <laughs> Everything well, is small. So I'm just like, I'm always... That, when I watched Clash, Clash of the 91s, one of the things that stood out to me was right before she pulled on the axle deadlift, I went, holy shit, her hands are like, like she's got some big mitts. Like she, she did it strapless, and she pulled yeah. reps. Like, I just watched her. She did like the thing where she raised her hands. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah she's she, got, she some, she got some grippers. Yeah. And that's good. I'm jealous. And then I'm going to throw somebody in that may um, 
mix up the points a bit after the top five, uh, Jess Tate. I think she's going to come in and do fairly well here. She had a max distance farmers at one of her last events, and I think she went like 260 meters. So I don't know how long that is because I'm not. I'm American. Like we we go in distance of blocks and buildings. We don't use measurement. So <laughs> almost three football fields. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. She went forever, and the only time she dropped is when she had to repick and turn. So That's no struggles the there. Yeah. Jess is, is, is local to us, so I hope she does well. So Luke, we're getting onto this axle deadlift. Um, 450 pounds. I mean, this is, seems to be a good challenging number for this this group. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a good weight. I think um, it, it's it's a perfect weight, I think, into not having too many zeros, but also challenging the top girls. It's, 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 it is hard with some of these classes, um, especially, in my opinion, the female classes, where there's a little bit of a gulf sometimes in static strength and getting the number right. Um, so I think it's pretty good. I do think you'll see Nadia again do something ridiculous. Um, her repping ability is very, very good. Um, what we did see at Clash was Ashley really push on the deadlift event. Um, we knew Ashley would be good because she's a very good deadlifter, but I didn't think she'd be that close. So um, I do think it'll be a hell of a battle between Ashley and Nadia on this one. Kim Dirks. Um, back in her prime was a very very good puller as well and like panda said she has been putting a lot of weights on her videos so i don't know like she did she... post a video where she did 475 for sets of five there so which is strong oh, she's still up, up there yeah so, um, uh-huh i believe so so wow. kim, is a, kim is a very good puller um donamo isn't traditionally considered a massive deadlifter but whenever I watch her compete on a, and there's a deadlift of reps, she, she kind of like Nick in, or her in that regard where her max on paper might not be as high as some people, but when there's a rep event, she never seems to come outside the top three. Like it's crazy because like on paper, her max isn't actually that big. But so yeah, those are the people I would say watch out for on the deadlift event. You know, Nick, uh, or uh, Nick, a pretty, ex pretty interesting matchup between Nadia and uh, Ashley on this event, like we saw them at Clash. But there was, there was a, it was a different event entirely at Clash that may have set uh, Ashley back a little bit. Yeah. Um, what do you? Th I mean, this seems like a two horse race to me. But uh, how do you got it folded out? Uh, I think. I mean, obviously, I think those those girls are going to do very well. But I think uh, so. From what I saw, Emma Jane is a, a hell of a deadlifter. Um, that's probably, I think Emma Jane's best event is going to be the deadlift, in my opinion, from what I saw in her, her training. So I think she could throw, she could throw into the mix on that one. But, uh, obviously, you know, Nadia and Ashley are going to be tough to beat. CJ? Yeah, you know, you bring up a really good point, uh, Joe, about Ashley, you know, in that event. Uh, because she lost a lot of time on the log because she failed her first rep on the log had to reset and try it again. Am, am I correct in remembering that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she failed her first rep on logs. She had to retry it. Um, so she lost some significant time and energy there. So it's going to be interesting to see if she can take this event from Nadia. Um, since there's no press before, she's not expending energy. Um, it'll be interesting. Um, other than Ashley and Nadia at the top, which is going to be, you know, my my two-horse race as well is between those, those two uh, competitors. But um, – 
in addition, um, Brittany, I think will do well here. She's, uh, she's very strong. Um, and then the other name, I'm going to bring her up again, Meg, uh, Megan Clark. She just looks all around. She looks like she's going to be very strong. And CJ pretty much took all of mine. But took your, took I do fire. think we're going to see more out of Kim Dirks than what everyone's anticipating. So It's going to be fun to watch. I think everybody's excited about her name. I just, yeah, right I now. think the fact that we're just like we're so used to seeing Nadia and Ashley right now, she, they're very recent and very like you know ashley just went for the record at hilton head they both just competed in the 91s nadia just pulled the record last year so i think we're it's so fresh so it's like it's easy to see them both at just coming into this event and doing really really well but i think kim's gonna slide in and make it a three-horse race so <laughs> i like it I, could, I like it a lot we'll, i could uh, add a variable i could add a variable of those two there um nadia is an aggressive puller and I don't know if the bounce is going to be a problem for her if she gets too aggressive. And also, I got the chance to talk to Ashley Crawford at SC Nationals here not that long ago, and she was telling me, you know, I said how impressive it was. She she uh, mixed grip the axle and all that stuff, and she goes, I just don't like straps. I don't feel connected to the bar. And if that, that could play a factor here, you know, if she doesn't – feel connected to the bar and a phenomenal deadlifter that she is, but she, she has to strap in. I mean, so I'm assuming she's been prepping for it and she's ready, going to be ready for it. But you know, that, that could play a factor there along with, like I said, Nadia's aggressive pull. She drops fast, you know, that she's chasing the bar around, you know, those two things could make it could definitely play into it. Luke, getting on to this fourth event with the sandbags. Um, you know, we've had some, we've had some looks at the sandbag. I mean, coming off a of clash and, and, you know, some of these more recent events, but like you guys, I didn't see a whole lot online or what the weights were, I should say. So, I mean, what are, what do we expect out of this event? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I was actually, I hate to use the dis word disappointed when talking about results and stuff, but I, I, I generally thought the women would do better on the sandbag to shoulder at Clash of the 91s. Um, obviously, we all give a standout performance, but I, was, I, I thought through the other results were lower than I expected. So I do think we might see some struggles um, on this event. Um, I don't think many people will finish it, honestly. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out. Uh, there are a couple of women, I think, uh, like favorites going into it. Um, I think Donna Moore is just going to be good at anything with, the, with regards to loading. She's obviously the Storm Queen. So I think that'll carry over well to stand by the shoulder. Erin Murray um, seems to have clicked the last couple of weeks on her training, where she seems to have like you know finally got that down. Um, Nadia and Ashley are very powerful. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be as good, technically proficient as those other two. Um, and then I think um, Kim Dirks is going to do well on this as well. Because um, if I remember when she what the year she won world, she loaded all six stones to take the title. So, yeah, if he's informed, she'll be right up there. You know, CJ, we did get a look at a few of these girls at Clash, and I can't remember when that that sandbag was like the fourth event. Was I, Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was before Stone. Yeah, so I guess my question would be then, will we see well, – we're probably going to see a different outcome, right? I mean, because we're going to have such a break between that axle and that sandbag on the second day. It might be a great opportunity then to these girls kind of maybe showing us something different. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think so. Um, I know 
Um, a lot of the competitors at Clash, I thought, like Luke said, were going to be um, contending for some of those larger weights. Um, but you know, that's not the, that's not the way it went. Um, but that was also after a deadlift, after um, the, the circus, after you know, after all those events. Um, so I think that we, I think that we're going to see better runs here. Um, the final bag weight is uh, two fifty. Um, I think there's a couple of competitors here who are very capable of shouldering a 250 sandbag. Um, specifically, I think Nadia is very capable of it. I know that after um, after Clash, she's been really hammering this event. Um, I don't think I don't think she wants to let it be something that gets her, you know, this time around. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Murray. Um, it seems like Luke said it's been clicking for. Her. Um, and then um, Donna Moore, of course. Um, and Ashley Crawford will be very good at this event. I think Ashley Fresh will finish this sandbag to shoulder. Panda. Um, so I've got Donna winning this event just because of her experience and her just everything in this type of explosive movement. Um, and then I think CJ's right. I think Nadia, um, I think she got beat once by this event, and I don't think she's going to let that happen again. So <laughs> that is not something that Nadia lets happen too often. So if something becomes a weakness for her, it's no longer a weakness the next time we see her do it. So I think she's going to do really well. And Erin as well, it's been really nice to see her finally not be as frustrated with the sandbags as she had been at the beginning of prep. Um, somebody that might not be on a whole lot of people's radars, but I think would come into this event and actually do fairly decent. Um, Chelsea Pullen, she did the OSG regional in the Southwest, and I think she might change up some points in this event here. Um, Nobody has been posting videos. Right. So there, I really hope like at, there's some more to this event than what meets the eye online. Like, I really hope we see quite a bit after our usual suspects and the people that we know that are capable of doing it um, can come in and get something done for us and put on a good show. Nick, uh, we'll finish with you, our resident sandbag uh, king, and, and give us some different insights on this. Do you see this unfolding any other way? Uh, no, I think they, I think these guys are, were pretty accurate from, from my point of view. Um, let me ask you this. Clash on the coast... Nadia was there. They had a sandbag there as well. It was How a single you, for reps. Oh, but it was like, if you got it to your lap, you got a point. If you got it to your yeah, shoulder, yeah. Yeah. Right? right? How did Nadia do on that? I don't recall. Do we remember? I, I was there and I watched and here I am. Yeah, I think I think uh, What's-Her-Face won it outright uh, pretty pretty handedly. Um, Mel. I'm, what's that? Mel Peacock. Yeah, Mel. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. but I just wonder how many did. On. I know that at the Clash of the '91s there was a little bit of a an issue there outside of Olga, but um, yeah, I think because yeah, I, I can't remember off the top of my head how much it even weighed that day. There was um, different weights <laughs> at the Clash as well. Yeah, you could choose different. Yeah, it was kind of different. Right. Like they had right. different weights they could go to, and but it wasn't the same scoring scheme as it was at Clash of the '91s. It was kind of different. I think it was up right. to three hundred pounds too. I think Olga was the was uh, the one who hit that bag. Yeah, it was. It was up to three hundred pounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, I think I think everybody's got it. I think this one is where you see you don't see so many people finishing this course. You're not going to see a lot of girls finish this. Maybe three, four girls finish this whole run. Well, uh, a pretty hefty yoke, CJ, going into this day three. 
it seems there's a clear-cut five or six. Uh, there's a few that are going to make it. I imagine they're on your peripheral as well. How many good movers are we going to have in a 650 yoke in the show? Or are, do we? It seems there's a couple specialists there in this yoke. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, I think I think the issue is is that some of these uh, athletes that um, I would be very excited to see under a yoke might not be there day three. Ah, yeah. uh, just because of the nature of the order of events, some weakness and static strength. Um, I think that we might not see some of these athletes who I think would be better under a yoke. Um, kind of like what Panda was saying earlier that, you know, you don't always get to see people's best events at OSG, right? We don't always get to see them. Um, but I think going into day three, I think um, I know Ashley Crawford did well on the yoke at Clash of 91s. Um, I don't think it was quite as heavy. I believe the yoke at Clash of the 91s, the top yoke was 550, I want to say. Uh, if I remember yeah. correctly, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah different, I, I, different, different format, though. I mean, obviously, there that's ran in a course of a couple hours and less than a couple hours. Yeah, the show. Yeah. yeah, and that was the second yoke, so that's yeah. that's a good point, Nick. Um, but I think Donna Moore, uh, I think Aaron Murray will be ex uh, will be ready. Ashley Crawford, um, I think those three would be mine. Go my uh, the the athletes I'm looking for in this event going into day three. Um, Emma Jane Smith, I think if she makes it day three, I think that she would be quite good at this. Um, and then once again, my hometown pick, Brittany, um, I'm going to throw in there as well. Luke? Um, usual suspects. Um, I think Donamo is a very good York runner. Nadia blitzed this event last year. Um, the only thing I would say with Nadia was, I don't know if ever, anybody else watched her York run. It was quite chaotic. Yeah, it was like. Like she was all over the place, really, but it, yeah. was still, it was still super fast. So what we could see her take a drop, just because, like at one point, the she was taking steps, and every step, one of the wheels hit the floor. It was crazy, but she kept it up and still finished in like twelve seconds. Um, Erin did very well in this event in the seventy threes. Obviously, slightly lighter, but she's also put in twenty pounds of body weight on, which I think will offset the extra weight. One name we haven't mentioned yet throughout the whole show, I don't think, is Samantha Gable. Um, Samantha did very well on this event last year in the 82s when she made the um Let me just check where she came. Oh, she came second to Nadia in the York overall. So if she makes the final, I think she'll be able to throw a spanner in the works. Um, like she, she might beat one of our favourites for the... She get in between people because she was only a couple of seconds behind Nadia last year. So, so we're getting into this uh, this first event on day three, Panda. And it sounds like right off the bat we could start seeing some things shift around a bit. Um, Definitely. How do you see this uh, unfolding on the first event on day three? I do have Nadia winning the event, and I did um, write down Samantha Gable, and I did have Emma Jane Smith up there as well. Um, and then another would be Stephanie from Canada. I think she's capable of kind of throwing a wrench in on this one. I can't remember where. You have it pulled up still, Luke? Where did she place in? Um, Stephanie did the Opens last year. Oh, she did do Opens? Okay, yeah. Um, but she, she did um, well on the Yorkit Clash, so yeah, I agree with you that she could... Um, yeah, I couldn't remember so. exactly everything from last year. What are you over there giggling about? Sorry, he said spanner, you say wrench. You know, it's the funny over the across the pond thing. Different... <laughs> I throw a spanner into it, and you throw a wrench into it. It was me, you slap. So, 
But yeah, so other than that, um, I definitely think Kim Dirks will place top three in this event if she comes yeah, in cool. ready to go. So, Well, if you say that, then it sounds like uh, we might see Kim Dirks making a run at that podium because we know her good events are coming up. Um, Nick, what do you think? Uh, these guys hit it again. Um, only thing I was going to add is I did notice uh, in Nadia checking out some of her stuff, she did make a point to it to note that her yoke run gate, she changed it because I think of what Luke was talking about right. having run all over the place. So she recently has been working on changing that so that she doesn't end up doing that same thing this year. So credit to her for noticing that if that's what it is in regards to. And if, if she makes an adjustment on that after a vet she already won, I mean, that just puts her in a much, that much better of a position. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're on to this fifth event. And uh, my mind just went blank. What is the fifth event? Um, Circus Dumbbell. How can I forget? <laughs> Jesus. This is OSG like brainwash right now. Going yeah, we're on. all mashed potatoes at Holy this point, moly. I feel like. I couldn't even believe fine. I did that. Okay, so Circus Dumbbell. Um, yeah, we'll spend it. We'll stay with you. Um, Things are starting to shape up a little bit. Although you did throw a name in there, I thought it's going to make a bit of a run at the podium at day three. Do you see that happening here on Circus Dumbbell as well? I, oh, for I know sure. there's a big presser, Nadia, of course, and a couple others, but who, who do you see there? Top three this event, Donna, Nadia, Kim Dirks, and I am not sure of the order. So I know Donna is the best circus dumbbell presser the ladies have ever seen, but Kim Dirks is popping 120, 140 for doubles, like it's lightweight. So I'm, and her form and technique is pretty on point as well. And then Nadia, she's just known for her shoulder strength. So if she can come in and is still feeling strong, she, I think those three are capable of, it'll come down to who finishes that 150 fastest. It's not, who's capable of finishing it is who does it fastest between those three. And then behind them, I've got Stephanie you coming know, Luke, in and making a run for it. Luke, we're, we're kind of at a real interesting spot in this show because there's two names that I really love hearing repeated over and over again right now. And that's Kim Dirks, or I'm sorry, Donna Moore and Kim Dirks. I really think it's pretty awesome that we're talking about both of them. Not that we have no reason not to. It's just great to see they're back on top of the world. I know that Donna had some injuries and stuff and moving down in weight, and Kim hasn't been around. Um, do, you, do you see these guys, both of them, that is, uh, moving moving through the ranks here towards the end of this show and really pushing the podium? Yeah, 100%. Um, they are going to be right up there. If I was saying it to the guys earlier, Kim Dirks for me is a wild card just because we haven't seen her for a while. I know she did um, like Rainier Classic last year, I think it was, but I know she didn't really prep for that. This is the first show that she's added like it's a proper prep for in a few years. If the Kim Dukes that won OSG a few years ago turns up, she, she wins this show. Whether that Kim Dukes turns up or not, we won't find out until next week. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, super, I'm super excited to see her back. And Donna Moore, you, you same sentiment there? Donna Moore is just Donna Moore. She's right. one of the one of the greatest of all time in any class, men, women, whatever. She is like if you say strong woman to You think if you don't think of Donna Moore at everyone all everyone thinks of Donna Moore. Psh, um, you don't know the sport. <laughs> and I, I actually I think it's great that she's moved down for a multiple multiple reasons. One, 
I think it's a smart decision for her. Um, it's going to give her a bit more longevity. The weights are slightly lighter. She's going to be healthier. She can prolong her career, basically, by um, yeah. a couple of years, I think. Um, and the second reason is that I think we'll start seeing the weight classes get a little bit more respect because oftentimes it's seen, oh, if you're not open, no one cares. So the fact that the greatest open strongman ever is saying that the 82 class is worth just as much to me as the opens will um, hopefully send a message across the sport. Very good point. Yeah, I love that. Love that sentiment. Exactly. Um, who are your picks? Are you you gave them? I guess Kim Dirksen, Donna Moore, Nadia yeah. Stowers. Okay. I I actually think Erin would be right up there on this event. Um, yeah. Kind of okay. Message. Her pressing has gone obscene since she's um, gained the weight. Um, her technique was always very good on dumbbell. So I think the added strength and size, along with her very very good technique, um, she could upset everyone on this event. I think. Wow, CJ, uh, these women just look fantastic in the 82, don't they? I mean, uh, we're just seeing some really athletic, muscle-bound, I shouldn't say muscle-bound, but very muscly women. Um, it sounds like all your picks are very representative of that. How do you see this shaking out? Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's a uh, Donna, um, Donna, Nadia, Kim Dirks race here for the Circus Dumbbell. Um, I do think that Nadia's press style really carries over well to this medley. Um, that push press versus doing a full-on push jerk, I think, might trim some time off. Uh, Nadia's never really push jerked anything. Um, she's always relied on that push press. I think that's going to really benefit her here because she's going to be a hair faster um, with that technique. Um, but it's going to be really interesting between those three to see who uh, who completes the fastest uh, circus dumbbell time. Uh, it's pretty crazy that we're looking at a 150 circus dumbbell at the end of this medley. And yeah. we're talking about three uh, three athletes blitzing through it. I mean, that's just that's incredible. Yeah, it really is, Nick. Uh, there's boy, and what I meant by muscle muscly was strong. Um, the 82s are representative of the 105s, I think, in the men's class right now, comparatively speaking to the heavyweights. Uh, they're they're there as well in the women's class. Um, how do you see this dumbbell shaking up? And do you see anything moving around on your podium picks? So again, kind of we we went back uh, to the one hundred fives and we talked about how it was going to end with the stones and and I brought up the mistake factor. I think that this is kind of at the point where you could see that start to happen too. There's a couple girls here who are going to push for that dumbbell and and Nadia is an excellent presser, but I ha I have seen her kind of rush a couple presses and it tends to result in a failure. Then she then she's trying to rush it again and it, it makes it tough. So if she does get a little ahead of herself, it might make that fourth bell which is normally not going to be very hard for her, a little tougher than it should be, and, and it could be a, a game changer at that point. Um, with that said, I did do a little research on Kim and, and then reached out, and it sounds like she's in form um, and doing well. Um, I know this is a tough class, so it's not going to be any way, shape, or form easy for her, but it sounds like Kim Dirks that we, we knew about before is, is pretty darn there this time, so that, that could be very interesting. <coughs> Excuse me. Panda. Going into this last event on day three, are you excited about the stone load? Um, I think a lot of people are out there. And uh, yeah, what are you excited our, about the most? The top four here, so the last two head-to-heads are going to be the most exciting ones to watch, in my opinion. It's going to be a mixture between Nadia versus Ashley, 
Donna versus Kim, Kim versus Ashley, Kim, Donna versus Nadia. It's going to be phenomenal. Some sort of the last four competitors that are going to go, it's just, I think it's going to just be something to watch. Like if you're not tuning into the live at that time, you're going to wish you were because it's, I think it's just going to be phenomenal. Um, I believe all four of those women are capable of finishing that stone run if they're feeling <coughs> still up, you know, strong at that point in the competition. So, but then I also have Stephanie coming in and I think <coughs> she's going to secure her place in the top five here. Yeah, it, it does look like uh, Stephanie has really been on her on point in training. I've seen some of her videos, uh, really, really been uh, motivated. Uh, it's been fun to watch. Uh, CJ, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think that those little those battles that we have um, between, you know, whoever, whatever the, I mean, I now my brain's all moshed up because we've talked our predictions. Now I'm trying to figure out why I want my top five to be. I'm taking notes on the side. I'm like, oh, okay, it feels like rocket science, um, even though I can't do rocket science because obviously, you know, that's something. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, what the hell, you know? Um, uh, I think Ashley's a great stone loader. I think it's gonna be fun to watch her, whoever she goes against. Because she might upset somebody, and she might end up finding herself on the podium. Um, like uh, you know, like Nick said earlier, you have to rush because yeah, risk it for the biscuit. But <laughs> damn, risk it for the biscuit comes at cost sometimes. Oh lord! You know, so let's say that one of these competitors they risk it for the biscuit, they mess up a stone load, they might find themselves off the podium. This could be a perfect example of that. Luke, there's somebody in your household that can do rocket science. So you might be a little closer to actually knowing these picks than anybody else. Um, what Panda said is spot on. I think these will be the best head-to-head -head stone runs of the whole weekend. I think the four that she mentioned, and I think Aaron Murray as well, um, capable of rolling all six. Um, I actually, based on training videos, I will, I'm actually going to pick Aaron Murray to win the stones. Her stones, since she's gone up a weight class, look, just ridiculous. She's throwing around 300 pounds like a pebble. Um, she already had the speed factor. Um, so yeah, I'm going to throw her in to win that event. It sounds, it feels like heresy not picking Donna Moore to win a stone event. Um, but you do have to remember, and I feel like the injury is okay now, but she did tear a bicep earlier this year. Um, she has been taking it quite easy on the stone training, so she doesn't risk anything. Um, she didn't actually win the stones at her last contest in the UK yet either. Um, so, yeah. I'm, but then we have Kim Dirks, who the year she won OSG, she pulled a clutch stone series out of the bag. She's the only woman that year to finish the stone run in the 82s and that got her in the title. So we could see some wild things. Nadia loaded all six last year. It's going to be crazy. Nick, does the winner of Stones win this show? Uh, it's And again, quite possibly, it's going to come down to, to the small things. You know, who's going to go the fastest, who's not going to make a mistake, and uh, how tight those points could be at the end. Um, it's, it's going to be the determining factor. So you got to have a lights-out, smooth run, and that could be the difference of your, you know, in the top five or on the podium. So, um Definitely. And who do you what's got the, for your, your big stone loaders here, Nick? Uh, what's the height for women? I, I, I'm drawing a blank from... I think it's 54 to 40... Six, 
54 46. to 46, I think. Yeah. Okay. 54 to 44. Okay, there you go. So, I mean, it's the third event on day three of seven events. It's going to be, you know, I think Erin Murray is incredibly athletic, and she's coming in a form, and I think she's, if, if I had to make an opinion, she's probably the most resilient one of all the people there. Um, I think she could really, really push this stone event. Um, Nadia is a good stone loader. Uh, uh, Ashley's a good stone loader. I think if Kim Dirks is, is really coming back as Kim Dirks, man, we're going to see it's going to be it's going to be a wild one. It's going to be fun to watch. Panda, getting onto your picks, uh, can we we could probably say w without a doubt that whoever stands atop this podium at OSG for this '82 class, uh, arguably is I get it, the OSG champ, but we can argue the world at that point, couldn't we? I mean, yeah, I think so. It, Minus yeah. a couple gals, like I wish you know Mel Peacock and That's Sam Bellow yeah. were going to be here this year, because then it would be just like the open ladies. But um, I do think that, yeah, like hands down, it's a battle of the ages for this class. So there's no like just because two are missing doesn't discredit the title yeah. at all for this class. I'm just saying that would be the the perfect class. Um, so saying that, it was really hard for me to pick top spot, but I do believe Kim Dirks is coming back as Kim Dirks. So I've got her winning the whole show. And then I've got Nadia, um, Ashley, Donna, Aaron, Stephanie, Emma, and then I've got Luke's client and can't say her name. Just Annette. Annette. Just yeah, Annette? Okay, yeah, I got her. I think she's just one that's going to be consistent all weekend long that she may not win anything or do anything super fabulous to where we talk about her right now, but I know she's capable of being there day three and being in the top ten. So I don't know other than that. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. Um, this is kind of like the 105 for me in the with these top four or five I think anyone can win this show, and it is going to come down to, as Nick said, like one mistake here, one like piece of magic on a certain event is going to be the difference. I think they're going to be very, very tight in points going into the storms, um, just because I don't see many people getting in between them on events. So I do think we could be in a position where any one of like four or five women could win heading into the last event, which would be cool. That being said. Um, I am going to go with Donna Moore for the win. Um, find it really hard to, to pick against Donna to win any show. She, even though she had the bicep injury early in the year at the UK Arnolds, she looked really good. And it was it was stiff competition. The Scottish girl that she beat is very very good. So Donna's in form, and I'm, yeah, I'm going to pick Donna for the win. After that, basically picking names out of a hat, I just see a little bit more consistency maybe and less chance for a mistake um and i'm going to pick maybe a shock to some people i'm going to pick erin to pip the other ladies into second place um then after that i've gone for nadia just because i feel like kim is still a, a wild card i know we've spoken to her and said 
yeah, she's coming back to her full strength, but I just haven't personally seen that yet. So I find that I couldn't pick her above the reigning champ. And then I've gone Kim in fourth, and I think Ashley will round out, round out the top five. CJ, that's, that's, I mean, that's a hell of a top five. <laughs> I mean, in any given order, what do you got? Yeah, um, so I have changed my top five around now like eight times during the show. Uh, you guys Same. have done a great job convincing me Same. that my top five <laughs> worst thing in the world and that I have to redo everything. So I've been sitting here just like, okay, wait, where's the points? Where's the points? Um, I'm going to go Donna Moore as well in first. I just have a tough time picking against her. Um, and then I have it at my second place, I have Nadia. I think she's going to pick up clumps of points throughout the three days. I think she's going to end up winning the sh- uh, getting second the show. Erin uh, Murray, I have uh, in third. Kim Dirks and Ashley Crawford for my top five. Yeah, uh, hard to argue that, uh, Nick. Let me let me ask a question because I now now I'm wanting to regroup again here too. Erin Murray, Erin <laughs> Murray's deadlift. How is she going to fare? Um, I've seen it, but I, I guess I'm trying to think of how it compares into the other girls at this top five. Is she so, there? She, she I think she's hot? top five capable. Yeah, that's that's where I was saying just now in that I do think she's quite a way behind, say, Ashley and Nadia. Nadia, but I think she's in front of the chasing pack. Okay, so I don't I don't think she'll drop that many points on it. Um, the one weakness I would say Erin has for me is the farmers, and that'll be the, the decider on um, whether she makes that podium. Because if she, if her grip gives her some issues on our farmers, I think she will beat get beaten by girls outside of that top five. Right. Thank you for that. So I kind of have, I got got kind of got them grouped up. I think Kim and Donna really could. Uh, really pull this off. I, I really hope that one of those two could pull it off. I don't really care who's in first or second at that point because I think <laughs> it's amazing that those two are like, you, you know, the status that they are and who they are and that they're here. And I, I think, you know, with the insight I got on, on Kim and what we know about Donna, I think it's totally possible possible for them to get the one-two spot. So I'm going to leave that there. I think Nadia and Aaron fight it out for uh, third, fourth, and then Ashley rounds out the top five. Um, although I would, I would be totally fine because I think Ashley's a sweetheart. I got a chance to talk to her. I think she's cool. If she won the whole show, I'd be totally happy. Sweet. It sounds like there's not a lot of points to give up if you're in that top five. I mean, you just kind of mentioned it with Erin. If she's got a bad run on the farmers, that could be the difference of her, you know, getting to the top of that podium. Uh, it sounds like there's not a lot of room to negotiate here. Uh, CJ, is that kind of the way you see it too for those gr- yeah, that group you know- of ladies? Well, I, I think with this class, I think I think it is a little more top heavy when we're talking about our top five. I think that it is a little more top heavy. I think that does benefit Aaron a little bit because it may, I, you know, um, she might not end up losing as many points as she might um, if this class was you know a bit if if the spread of the top five wasn't so great, then she might end up losing more points than she would in this case. So I think that the 